Well, hello and welcome to Watch What Crappens, the podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about on Yule Brobs. I'm Ronnie. Guess who I'm with? His name is Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. What's going on with you, baby? Uh, you know, just just chilling out here, ready to talk some Bravo. What's going on with you? Just trying to do errand type things and house type things. And it's just not working. Like I keep doing parts of things, but then not finishing. Like I took the dishes out of the sink and washed them. And then I got on a phone call. So they're just sitting down there covered in soap. Mm. <laughs> and I, I put laundry in a couple of days ago and did it, but never put it in the dryer. So then I did it again. You know, just having that kind of sluggish kind of existence right now. Yeah, I think I I think I used up all my um, high functioning motivation this morning. I did a Peloton ride. I was like, I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna I'm gonna do Peloton. So I did a 45 minute Peloton ride, which is for me a lot. And I was like, this is great. And now I'm basically dead. I'm like sitting here like a lump, <laughs> an empty husk of a human being attempting to podcast. Well, guess what? It's a good day to be like this because Below Deck always brings us back to life. This is Below Deck Sailing, and it was an enraging episode. I was like, wow, I'm, I feel so good. Like I had yeah. energy just coming off my body by the time I was finished taking notes with this one. Oh, I love anger! So that's going to come up in just a couple minutes. First off, guys, we are finishing up our Watch What Crappens tour live this month our watch what crappens live tour this month it's gonna be so fun this week we're gonna start in denver on thursday go get tickets for that one we're gonna be recapping real housewives of new jersey there and then a couple days later we'll be in san francisco sold out sorry real housewives of new jersey uh orange county there in um san fran san fran and then the very next week okay we're going to detroit where we're going to be recapping summer housing the next night we will be in ohio yeah in columbus columbus ohio and we're going to be doing real housewives of i think new jersey right did we new say jersey. yeah we're just going to go in in, in, in order right? sequential order of the week okay so yeah uh, we're going to do jersey in columbus and then the next night we're going to be doing real housewives of orange county in Cleveland. Uh, and then we're going to finish up a couple weeks later here in Austin. We're going to finish here in Texas. We're starting in Austin at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Um, that's on Tuesday night. We're going to be doing something we don't know. We don't know. We, we don't know that yet. Out. You have to choose. Yeah. And then um, Houston the next night, Dallas the next night. So we'll announce those uh, episodes, whatever we're going to cover in the next couple of weeks. Okay. We need to have long discussions about it. Yeah. Got to make sure the vibe is right, guys. Yeah, it um, is. Uh, also, don't forget to check us out on Patreon. And uh, Monday nights, we got um, Take a Seat on Green Room, which was so fun this past week. Uh, yeah, we it had really, really was. good talks about everything we got a we had a very i feel like we had a real we got really into it about summer house which is fun to break really break down the whole sierra Lindsay situation it's a great time thanks for everyone who, who who shows up for that yeah that's every monday night 7 p.m pacific 10 p.m eastern so join us for that and our crappens on demand videos this week were for that for summer house <clears throat> what we just talked about summer house and 
also Top Chef, which is a rare Crappens on Demand moment. So fun. that's a really fun recap to you. So check this out. Enough of plugging ourselves. Let's start talking about Blow Deck Mediterranean, okay? Sailing yacht. You know, Sailing um, yacht, okay? There's <laughs> too many fucking Below Decks. I know. I always write down, I always whenever, whenever I sit down to write the notes, I always say Below Deck Med. I don't know why. It's like my go-to thing that I have to type. And then I'm like, no, it's Sailing Yacht. Um, this week's episode, I have to say, shout out to the very sad alarm on the boat when the anchor is dragging. That's like, <laughs> it's like this. <laughs> it's like I don't want to. I, I don't want to get. I don't want to upset anyone. But yes. I think we're dragging. <laughs> it is so passive aggressive. I was like, noticing that too. Like, can we get a solid beep? <laughs> like, this boat is just so worn down. It's been crashed into a dock. Now it's being dragged across the. I mean, the poor beeper is just like me, 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 like, guys, can we at least change the battery on this boat? I mean, this I'm, is the most troubled boat we've ever seen on the Below Deck series. Seriously, I mean, an iPhone is more authoritative than that alarm. I mean, an I, the moment there's like, <laughs> moment someone even says the word Amber, the iPhones are like, <laughs> but this boat's like. <laughs> it's like that's like a little baby seal is in a compartment and it's just not the same tone i mean even if it was just like me 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 at least you could do that but the, it's like me 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 it's like warm-ups in school choir when you were like six and nobody could really sing or find it out but they do the vocal warm-ups anyway it's just kids like it's a very, very sad alarm. I feel like the battery in the alarm was dying, and no one thought to put an alarm for the battery. That's what I'm saying. Change know? the fucking battery, you guys. <laughs> when I was living in L.A., my apartment there was really old. You know, it was like this real old, well, you saw it, this really old bungalow. And I couldn't reach the fire alarm without getting on a little stool. And so it was going off one day because I was cooking. And I just finally got a broom and knocked it the fuck off the wall. Like, I had had it, okay? I cannot stand that noise. My fire alarm has a passive-aggressive beep. Because, you know, like there's, like, the beep of, like, smoke. But then there's the beep of, like, I'm dying. Which is kind of, like, once every 18 hours or so, I don't know where you hear. And then you're like, did I hear something? <laughs> you're like, it doesn't make another noise. You don't know where it came from. Yeah. And you have to wait like another day before you're, <laughs> you're like, wait, <laughs> what is that noise? And like for months, I was hearing it just so sporadically. And then eventually as it was dying even more, like, <laughs> and then it like wouldn't do anything. And it's, it's just like saying like, don't, don't, don't mind me. I'm, I'm fine. I, I don't need anything. I mean, if, if you have another battery, that'd be great. But I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm just fine. dying over here. Don't worry about me. I don't want to bother you. <laughs> Fucking fire alarms. We need new technology with fire alarms. I think this conversation has led me to that. We need yeah. new technology. Okay? <laughs> and yet the funny thing is we're sitting here talking about how sad these alarms are. But like. If the if the sail alarm, if the anchor alarm was like, meh, 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 I'd be like, whoa, you need to chill out. Like, okay, this is too stressful for the situation. So I don't think I'd be happy with, honestly, any alarm. I'm not happy with any alarm. They're disturbing. There is a cop behind me the other day going, meh, meh, 
you know, when they do that. <laughs> like they don't want to turn on the sirens. So, so <laughs> they just go. <laughs> it's like a bubble just came out of their jo- like a bottle or something. <laughs> I hate that noise. Because like there's not even an emergency. You just want to go faster and I'm in your way. But if I was going faster, you'd pull my ass over in your undercover car with like the neon lights underneath the car have you seen those or is that a texas thing you know uh, how people li- i mean I'm, I'm in la for crying out loud i've definitely seen neon lights <laughs> under cars where they're under yeah, the police cars that's what it reminds me of i saw an undercover car today um and it was it had the neon lights like somebody pimped their ride i was like are you oh. fucking cops give me a break you don't get <laughs> neon lights under your car i paid for that it's my taxes yeah, that's that's very annoying. I think what I would want for like wow, an I just anchor... poked my chest really hard. Like I'm getting well, too mad about it. the the under the underlights of a police car. Jeez. I I I think what I would like for a yacht the the alarm that I want for a yacht is like the alarm that is always depicted in what the future will be. As in, anytime you see a sci fi movie that takes place like twenty years from now, when anything goes wrong, you never hear a rah, 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 and you always hear something like door ajar door ajar. there's always like a lady calmly saying something and like why have we not like that's the most attainable technology why have we not switched over to like calm lady alarm like why do we why do we not have something on the boat that's saying anchor dragging anchor dragging i'd be like that's the sort of alarm that i want calm collected but also telling me like something's up i just want a realistic alarm like if the boat is about to crash i want to hear this <laughs> how about like if the alarm just sounds like everyone's mom oh my god what's going on what's going on what's going on someone called jan someone called jan <laughs> but you know this alarm talk may seem petty but it is a big deal in this episode because at one point the captain goes well wait a minute you know, when did you say the alarm went off? Because you've got a good 10 minutes of going to ground before the alarm goes off. And I'm like, what kind of alarm is that? <laughs> what are it's you an I don't want to intrude alarm. Like the that alarm like... <laughs> is a useless skit. Okay, I'll say that right now. Useless skit. A skit alarm. All right, let's well, get into this. Yeah, let's talk about it. So my first <laughs> note, 5, 5.53 a.m., sad alarm. <laughs> <laughs> 31 knots. The wind is going 31 knots. And, and now Tom notices it because they were showing us in the previous days what Tom was doing. He was making out with Ashley, okay? And no, Ashley is to blame for a lot of things, but not this because that is not her responsibility. This is all fucking stupid Tom making out instead of paying attention to the wind. And as he was making out, you see it go from like, well, one knot. Hey, anybody going to take one knot? Nope. No, all right, 12 knots. Anybody want 12 knots? Okay, no, no 12, 18, 19, 20. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's going a lot up. Of knots. Things are flapping around. It looks like it's outdoors. It's like, it looks like we're outside of like a rental car place with everything flapping around. I mean, things are blowing everywhere. And he does, this guy doesn't even notice. I mean, this is not even, you know, like this is not those motor yachts, which are really big. You know, I feel like if things are flapping around outside and you're standing, you know, in the wheelhouse, you should see the stuff flapping around. Like, what did he think that was? I mean, yeah, he's in the, what the fuck does he know? Okay. It, it, he, things were flapping around. He was fapping around. Okay. That's what he was hmm. doing. Fapping. You know, he was just rubbing his boner against that girl. 
And then, boom. I mean, look, we've all been there. I mean, I really haven't crashed a boat yet. But we've all done something stupid in the name of penis rubbing. So yeah. then he realizes what's happening because he hears a Muppet being like, you know, <laughs> stifled sure. to death with a pillow. And um, <laughs> he's like, uh-oh, Colleen, I think we're dragging anchor. Boat's tilting over. Dragging anchor. Oh, shit, we're dragging anchor, man. And then he falls by the hot tub, which, you know, he yeah. has a lot of problematic moments by hot tubs today. He does. He he just like, but he also. I mean, it's it's bad when you're like taken down by a, like a light mattress, you know. Like he's he's trying to like wrestle this flapping mattress, and he winds up falling over on top of it and everything. It's just like a very sad display. And Ashley's there, and she's like, "Yeah, we're dragging for sure." I'm like, thanks, Ashley. So then everyone's racing out, you know, like they're. Gary and Colin are still in their underwear. They're just like running around. The guests are awake. They're running out. They're curious to know what's going on. That's like chaos. Yeah. Kelsey, Kelsey, clear the, clears things, clear the last. You know what? Transom. We're dying. We're all going to die. Transom, yes. Transom. <laughs> Get the mizzen. Get the mizzen and the easy up. Oh, so then um, the captain puts Tom in this tender to like start riding really fast around the boat to create swells to kind of move the boat and then yeah. they start wiggling the whatever you call it the keel is it the keel um, i think i remember that because i like their face cream yeah. keels. Yeah. it's very good yeah well there's the hole and the <laughs> if keel your face all... looks like a scratched up bottom of the boat use keels <laughs> Yeah, they're trying to sort of like wiggle out, you know, because it's sort of dragging into the into the sand. But it's, I, I guess it's if they if they don't do it soon, they're just going to get really like ensconced in there. So they're 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 honking. All this stuff is happening. The guests are awake, and they're trying to they're like trying to figure out what's going on. Ashley starts serving them coffee, <laughs> which is funny that the guests are just sort of having this casual coffee moment while the boat is like <laughs> inches away from being grounded for life. Yes. Um, it's like kind of a low rent Titanic, you know, it's like, here's some coffee. <laughs> and then um, we'll just leave that little guy in the corner, pressing play on the iTunes to sink slowly <laughs> with the ship. <laughs> we put in a call for kathy bates and she's not available but we're thinking cameron Mannheim might be able to come out and really complete this scene. we couldn't afford kathy bates but we got cameron Mannheim. cameron you ready god damn it i get no respect we do have francis fisher though from the original production which is great Cameron Mannheim's like, so this is the below deck uh, down under, right? No, Cameron, sorry. Oh, God, which one is this? Uh, so um, uh, Colin's like, you know, you just feel a sinking feeling that I've never felt before at sea. I mean, this is a hundred times worse than hitting the dock. It reminds me of that time when I was my ex-girlfriend. We were in the throes so of So then Ashley's like, you know, everything's great. This is almond milk. You're going to really love it. I can't even. Even the editors are cutting me off. Wow, well, I can't even finish my anecdote about a loving moment between an ex-girlfriend <laughs> and I. Wow. 
You've been doing these tense, tense times. Wow. I love this. This is a hundred times worse than hitting the dock. They're they're upping themselves in every single way this season. <laughs> I, it's I like, know. wow, even more dumb people want to sleep with Gary. Wow, they're even drunker. They're even <laughs> skankier. They're even crashier. Dum, <laughs> dum, it really is true. Next season is just going to be the full-on Poseidon adventure. That boat's just going, it's just capsizing. And it's going to be a whole season of them just <laughs> upside down. So um, so then Tom, yeah, now Tom is still in the tender. And they're just like still trying to maneuver this thing out of it. And so Glenn tells us, the keel is trying to push through the sand, and if we don't move in now into deep enough water, we're going to be, we're going to get stuck in ground, and then we won't be able to get off. Oh. So, Ever. Uh, <laughs> Ever. The boat will be locked there. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a, like a living remnant of a, of a Bravo TV show like, <laughs> for decades just stuck in Menorca? The USS Kate Chast. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Daisy's sleeping through the whole thing. Daisy is now only waking up, and she's like, What the fuck is going on? Uh, she has no idea. And then it just cuts to Ashley, like, working as fast as she's ever worked. I don't think we've ever seen Ashley doing any of this. But she's like, yeah. Okay, everyone sure you don't want coffee? And she tells us, I just want to do anything to make them feel better. I have almond milk. It's like, girl, you're trying to, you're, the people are about to die. They don't want almond milk. Okay. Now is the time to whip out the heavy fucking cream. <laughs> almond milk away from me. Seriously. And so then Ashley tells Daisy um, that they basically have like run aground. And Daisy has this face that they use in the trailer where she just, she just sort of like says, she says fuck off like five times, but it's only the fifth time that any noise comes out. She's like, <laughs> Can't really see my lips, but just imagine me doing Daisy's face. Like, oh, fuck, off, fuck, off, fuck, off, fuck off, fuck off. So then Daisy comes down. Now Daisy has a lot of experience on these boats, and you can tell because she comes to the guests and she goes, "What's you like another Bloody Mary?" Okay, thank yes. you. We went from inexperienced almond milk to experienced alcohol. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, I mean, especially with this this group. I mean, these guys drink. I mean, they half their faces are just like <laughs> bright pink, you know. So they are like ready for their booze. And so luckily, they're able to sort of get out of the sand. And then they started, they're able to start pulling the anchor up a little bit. Yeah, those guests really are red. You're right. They were, they were like, I was like, oh, well, you guys are. Awesome. That's some got- serious sun damage. I mean, the sun <laughs> is was, damaged. I don't like, know if the moon is like, hey, sun, haven't seen you in a little while. Have you been basking in a lot of humans? Because you look like <laughs> shit. I feel like it was more like gin damage. I don't know. <laughs> I just think that they, they hit that bottle pretty hard, this family. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not going to take that personally because I know that wasn't intended for my family. No, no. I'm just mm. saying this family, they enjoy their booze. And that's why Daisy was smart by just immediately going to Bloody Mary's. Yes, she was. No, I'm I'm not taking it personally. I'm just defensive because that is my family. We're, we're just no. walking around gin soaked. Um Listen, so- there are a lot of family there are a lot of gin soaked families out there. I'm saying but this one is this one is like, you know, 
I, I felt like beyond the, the 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 normal measure of a standard American gin-soaked family. <laughs> yeah, they really are. They look like fanny packs that have just been in use for too long. Like a leather <laughs> fanny pack, and like people have been leaning up against brick walls too much. It's <laughs> a destroyed-looking family. They look like they were just playing paintball, but like four days ago. So like most of the paint has has washed off, but <laughs> yeah. not quite. Okay, so Bloody Marys. So then um, they get the boat out. So then um, Glenn is talking to Tom, who was on Anchor Watch, right? So he's like, um, Tom, if we start dragging, you have to wake me up immediately. He's like, but we weren't dragging until the alarm went off. Which is like, no, the point is that the alarm, what, what I've gathered from this is that the alarm goes off once you hit ground, right? Yes, because he's like, well, but even if you think there's a little issue, he's like, but there wasn't an issue. I was going down on, es- I mean, going down there, and then there was an <laughs> issue. And he's like, but there's 10 minutes between starting to drag and the alarm going off, which is where I was like, what the fuck kind of alarm is this? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. The rocks are within 10 minutes. Put your dick back in your pants. Alarm. Yeah. And Glenn's like, that was 400 meters. And Tom is like, by the time that we got up, you know, we'd, we'd already been going. By the t- like, he, he basically is acting as if, like, it went from zero to 31 knots out of nowhere, which was a lie. And Glenn's like, no, I woke up because the boat touched the ground. I didn't go up. Be- I didn't wake up because the alarm or because you woke me up. So that's the problem. This has to be so frustrating to be on production for a show like this because they can't just say, no, he was making out with ashley we've got footage of it <laughs> like yeah. we literally just had someone number the number of knots mm-hmm. <laughs> as they rose while he was making out they can't say anything and you know he went down there like so guys anybody see anything uh what was going on with uh tom they're like can't say can't say captain sorry yeah that i i agree i mean i, I wonder what that line is or i wonder if maybe they, um, I wonder if like the producers maybe slip some of that footage to him so that way, you know, he can fire Tom and it could be more drama for the show. Well, also, they don't want to die. I mean, the crew's stuck on this boat too, they're in a mm-hmm. room somewhere. You know, there's a room with all these crew members <laughs> stuck in it. And so, when they see him just making out and ignoring it as the wind starts to go crazier and crazier, and cra- how do they not say, like, okay, I'm worried for my own life now? Could you? Well- Warn I think they were asleep. That we're about to crash. I mean, I think I think the crew, I think the the below deck crew was asleep. Like the production was asleep because everything from the sequence was from like um was like like GoPros. And then even That's once true, it was but... not GoPros, it looked like it was a cell phone. So I feel like there was probably an executive producer who woke up and started filming on their phone. Oh. That was what I see Bravo. I mean, when is Bravo going to learn? They have to. If the boat can have a fucking night watch person, so can Bravo. Okay, you're going (laughs) to have to get. We've missed so many good housewives fights because people went home and went to bed. No, get your ass up. Okay, I agree. I agree completely. So uh, Tom basically is just denying any culpability, which is a really, really bad look. And you can see Glenn is annoyed. Because Glenn is, you know, Glenn, normally his vibe is like, oh, but now his vibe is like, oh. And so it's just like, it's very subtle, but you can see he's pissed off. 
Yes, you can. And fuck Tom. What a baby. Oh, God. Seriously. He spends the rest of the episode just Mom, calling his Moping. mom. Being like, Mom, I wanted you good, but I'm just no. It's like it's not like people are misunderstanding you. You were trying to get laid when the boat almost crashed, you piece of crap. Get out. Get yeah. out. And so then he goes downstairs and he like walks through the, the crew mess and he like throws his mic against the sofa. And Daisy's like, Tom, control your temper. What's going on, Tom? Control the temper, Tom. <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. Everyone's blaming me. And she's like, no one has come up to you and said, this is your fault, ever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but like also... It happened under your watch. Like you know that you know that expression, it happened under your watch. It was literally your watch. It wasn't even just a like a a metaphor. Like it was you were on a watch and it happened during your watch and you fucked up. So don't throw your microphone at the sofa cuz the sofa did nothing. Okay, this is your fault. You stupid Fuck face. Come yeah, on. <laughs> you go tell it to a sheep. Okay. Go tell it to a sheep. sheep. So she's like, uh, yeah, no one said that. And he's like, oh, but the captain said I need to tell him. And I'm like, I'll tell you what, everything was fine. It just happened so fast. It just happened so fast. Well, I'm sure Ashley probably said the same thing about you. <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappin's commercial. So then um, we see the guests, and one of the guys like, you know, it's a funny thing. I mean, there was no wind to sail yesterday, but then in the middle of the night, there's all this wind. It caused a problem, and now look, no wind. I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. Wait till you turn on. Off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, planet on Netflix. <laughs> I just wish that narrator was there to be like, there was wind. And then we used gasoline and killed it. <laughs> Thank you, humanity. Oh, there's a dead penguin floating by. Let's. <laughs> the Siberian walrus lives an exciting life, but more and more it is dying because of wind that only happens at 5 a.m. because of humans. Oh, so Gabriella has also slept through it so she sees a couple of the ladies in the morning and she's like good morning ladies and they're like oh well you know honey good except I'm almost dying and she's like what <laughs> yeah they're like like wow yeah we're... she's like how's your morning going she's like well it's great I mean especially with all that excitement and Gabrielle's like what excitement they're like lady <laughs> we ran aground and Gabriella tells us um what the flying fuck I thought we were sailing. I'm like, yes, they decided at five in the morning they were going to unfurl all the sails and then go crash into the sand. That's yeah. exactly what it was. So Glenn, Colin, and Gary are talking about the situation and Ashley's there. Why? I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know why Ashley's there. But she is. And she's like, um, well, it was like 5.45 and we were dragging. And Glenn's like, oh, but that was uh, 10 minutes before I was up and that's all it takes to run into ground. I mean, what what's going on here? And Gary's like, well, he didn't go get us when he was dragging. We woke ourselves up because we felt healing over. The only yeah. way I like to see heels over is bon, is over your ears, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like 22 knots at 5 a.m. Because they have weather charts and everything. So there's like a record of what things were what. And... The, the point is that, like, at 5 a.m. when it was 22 knots, Tom should have woken them up. But he waited until... We didn't even wake them up. Because they all had to wake up because of... Meep, 
And by then it was already 31 knots. Yeah. Beaker being suffocated. So <laughs> they ask Ashley, they're like, did he say, did he know it was, it was dragging or whatever? And she goes, yeah, I think so. I mean, I heard him say it. And Gary's like, you heard him say it was dragging and he didn't do anything. And that worries me. <laughs> and then Glenn tells us that there's a boat in Indonesia that's like the same kind of boat as Parsifal that's been stuck there for a year. And there's a picture of this yacht that's just like, hey, guys, I'm just I'll just be here for like a second. OK, I'm just like, I just need a moment. Just like just keep going. I'll be there with it. just just hold on. And you just hear a faint. The Energizer Bunny just like passes by, <laughs> clapping little symbols on the beach. The the boat's just like. <laughs> it's just like the Sally Bowls of of yachts. It's like singing torch songs alone. <laughs> It's just like, like, (laughs) still no one has put a battery in that fucking bomb. It's just like, it's just dying the Broadway way with like an old torch song. Yeah. It's the 11 (laughs) o'clock number that never ends. So um, everybody is trying to get back in working gear. Colin's diving under the boat to see if there are any scratches and breakfast is being served. And Daisy goes to, Tom just goes to bed, you know? I mean, he was up all night, you know, mm-hmm. making out, but he's he's able to sleep okay. And Daisy is talking to Ashley, and she's like, he's very upset, but if he handles it different, people will respect him better. And Ashley's like, huh, not my boyfriend, not my responsibility. <laughs> yeah, she has immediately distanced herself from him, even though, like, hours before she was making out with him. Now she's like, who? Tom who? <laughs> Yeah. And then I loved also Daisy said, she's like, Tom is really upset. For me, it's an age thing as well. I was like, I just was expecting Ashley to be like, immature, immature, immature. So um, so now Colin is like, he's diving under. He's going to check out the hole, make sure there's no issues. Because uh, if there's like cracks, then they could all die, you know, because it would sink and it would be sad. So um, he's got to check it out. And it's like very tense. And then he comes up. He's like, it's fine. And um, I personally was like, don't you want to have like a second set of eyes down there just in case? Like, I feel like it would be really easy to miss a crack on that thing. Uh, This is below deck sailing. Okay. Like, who are they going to get? Larry, Larry and, you know, the other Larry to come down there? No, it's just Colin. Okay. It's Colin. So then, uh, let's see, Gary and Tom. Okay, so now Tom is up, and he's in a terrible mood. He's walking around like, oh, fuck me! You know, he's all pissed off. So it's time to park the boat, and uh, Tom throws a rope, and Gary's like, uh, you're throwing a heave line, but there ain't anything to catch it on. You're throwing the heave line at nothing then, Tom. Come on. Yeah, so, like, Tom is just, he's just floundering in his bad move, mood. And then the guests are basically leaving and they give a little speech. The one guy's like, well, this is a big deal because my family and I don't get to spend a lot of time together. 
the least time that we remember together. And this morning, almost being a yacht on the rocks was a very unique experience. And that's why my brother drank it. Someone carry him. We're almost very upset until we realized it was on the rocks. I'm like, that's all right. We'll have that straight. (laughs) So then the captain's like, oh, guys, keep waving at him. Keep waving him as they walk away. I'm going to do something crazy. Like two of them turn around. They're like, ha ha. <laughs> Does that mean we get a refill? No. Okay. So now Tom is moping some more. He's like official moper. He's like, I don't even want to go out tonight. I want to go to bed. I did my job right. It's like you literally did your job wrong. Like the most wrong it could be. And he's like, I'm not taking responsibility for that. Yeah, we know, Tom, which is why you're a sad, sad, immature failure who's never going to work again until you grow the fuck up. Okay, Carol can't save you from this. (laughs) Carol will not save you. Neither will your sheep. So now it's the tip meeting and Glenn has a speech. He's like, well, this morning we had uh, not a very good thing. I think it could have been. Should have been avoided, and we dragged about seven boat lengths before I even woke up. And that's a big, big issue, okay? We have to solve that problem. And I'm saying it to everyone because public humiliation is really good on this show. It's really worked well for us in the past. And, you know, this is our boat. It's our home. It's our job. It's our livelihood. It's our fuck pad for Gary. I mean, so, you know, this morning could have ended all of that. (laughs) I don't even know how this leaked, but uh, it's already online. They're calling us the Parsifal, so it would be nice if, you know, somebody could maybe help. Um, And Thomas just sitting there with his arms crossed all pissed. You didn't even get called out. He didn't even call you out. You are so lucky, Tom. Mm -hmm. So they ended up getting 16 grand, which is pretty good, uh, as Gabriella says. I mean, considering we almost killed you. And now they're cleaning, and Tom is just even more pissy. He's just he's just projecting his own disappointment, right? But it's annoying. Like, don't pro- just just like Daisy said, just say it was my fault. Like, sort of just sack up to it, and then people will be like, "Hey, it's okay, Tom." But the more he's being pissy, the more people are going to hold it against him, you know? And yeah. Um. And so Gary pulls over, pulls Tom aside, and he's like, "So you said to Ashley, I think we're dragging, huh?" He's like. She's fucking said that because I was running straight up here. I was running straight up here. Like, Tom, you weren't. You were lying. You were a liar. And I think it's funny that Ashley is, you know, doing that too. Like, throwing him on the bus. Like, she wasn't up there making it. Now, again, it's not that it's her fault. It's just that she knows at some point they're going to see why he wasn't noticing that the wind was coming up, right? And it was, she was involved in that. And now she's like, well, yeah, he did say the boat was dragging. It's like, God, you, you suck too. Get rid of both of these people. You're both horrible. Truly. So, uh... Almond milk. Get the fuck out of (laughs) here. So then Gary's like, well, next time, Tom, just wake me up. I don't mind whatsoever. Even if I have a boner, if I'm better with someone else, I don't care. Because I can always go back to that. Okay, don't, don't, don't bother. Wake me up every single time. Uh, uh, so then Gabby, uh, Gabriella and Ashley are cleaning the cabins. And um, Gabriella says, you're done with the head already? And she's like, um, I didn't think anyone showered this morning, so it was just towels. Oh, really? <laughs> you don't? You don't think? Clean the fucking shower, Ashley. It's your job. Go clean the shower. Yeah. Yeah, clean it. Um, so so yeah, so there's just like 
Gary and and Glenn are are talking, and you know, Gary's basically saying how like you know when you run aground, it's just not something easily forget. They're both like kind of like shaken up and annoyed and frustrated, and they both are like, I don't know how we can go through the rest of the season without worrying, you know, what you know like about what what Tom's going to do next, what he's going to mess up next. This show's too nice to people. You know, we're used to Below Deck, where you've got Captain Lee, who's like, fuck him, it's like my dick being dragged on nails through a camel's hut of burgers and acid, or whatever. You're fired, go! And then you've got Captain Sandy, who, you know, we'll call, in a nicer, huggier way, call people out. And then you've got this guy, he's like, oh my god, let's not even mention his name, because I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I, what should I do? Get, fucking fire him, dude. Fire him. Yeah, it's putting everybody in danger to not fire him. Let's also not forget, um, Captain, is it Captain Jason on Below Deck Down Under, who actually engages in public humiliation for crew members by putting them into a disco helmet if you if you're like the worst person of the charter <laughs> which i really enjoy that i enjoy i enjoy captain jason actively antagonizing his own crew like spraying benny down with a hose and, <laughs> and wow <laughs> yes yeah, so he like he's basically like he hazes and it's great like captain jason is is a revelation Wow, I'm going to watch that all now. I watched most of the first episode the other day, and I thought it was so... Because everyone online is like, oh my god, he's so gorgeous, and he actually works. He like does the toilets, and he started the episode like, well, you don't have to clean much because I've already cleaned everything. It's just <laughs> the kind of captain I am. And I was like, okay, this person's insane. I'm reading all these comments of these people saying this guy's like the knight in shining armor of all captains, but I'm like... Mm. <laughs> No one that nice is ever that. There, there's something a, wrong here. Oh, he's a total dick in the, in the best way to Benny. Um, he basically does whatever he can to just like just torture Benny. But the best part is also that he he like he had a yacht crash in his past. Like, and his yacht crash was like he basically ran that yacht right up onto the beach, <laughs> and it's all on TV. It was great. I mean, there's nothing he can't do, and that includes crashing. Love it. Okay, I'm in. So then, let's see. So basically, everyone's getting ready to go out now, right? They do their cleaning. Yeah. They're getting ready to go party. And Daisy and Ashley are smoking outside. And Daisy's asking how she thinks it went. And Ashley's like, I mean, fine. Sometimes I don't know if I'm going to get a nice response or a snooty response. But it's fine. You're the one with the snooty fucking response to everything. Okay, this show... This, Ashley and Tom were killing me this episode. Yeah. This is where my rage was coming from. These two jackets. Ash- jackets. Ashley. Jacket. Jackets. They jackasses. are jackets. They are not jackasses. They are just two rumpled jackets in the you back jackets. of the closet. You know, that you say, you know what? It's about time these go to Goodwill. <laughs> and they, I mean, Ashley actively undermines Gabriella. And then Gabriella gets annoyed with her. And then she's like, oh, well, I, I don't come to you because... I don't know the attitude that you're going to give me. I mean, it is it is such like a bullshit cycle. And we've seen it from the beginning. Ashley has been snotty ever since she wasn't chosen to be the second stew. Like ever since then. So like we're watching. We're watching you, Ashley. And also Gary's flirting with Gabby. You know, there's all that underlying stuff, too. 
that's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's a disaster. So then um, Gary, Gabby's at the bar, and Gary comes up, and he goes, you look pretty. She goes, I know. And he's like, I was talking to myself in the mirror. <laughs> And then <laughs> it sounded like Slimer. So then um, Ashley is say, talking about how Tom is moping around and not and not happy, and she's like, you know, saying how like he say, he keeps saying things like, oh, he's oh, he's great and he's funny and he's hilarious, but he keeps saying it's not my fault, not my fault. And this is why I'm into guys who are not like why I'm not into guys who are my own age. I just wish I hadn't slept with him because now I feel weird. I'm like, girl. <laughs> Tom, in this case, Tom happens to be a very immature person. But this whole thing about, like, I need someone 28 to 33. I mean, girl. Girl. Um, Didn't you just fuck Tom because you were trying to make a guy that's not that into you jealous? I mean, I love Ashley talking about maturity. Like, yeah, yeah, you're super mature, Ashley. Go clean the (laughs) shower, please. Yeah. So then she comes up to Gabriella and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get wasted tonight. So I can't remember any of my bad decisions. And Gabriella says, well, it wasn't a bad decision. I mean, maybe it was a premature decision. She's like, um, yeah, but look, I just want to fuck Gary. <laughs> I'm going to fuck Gary. <laughs> I mean, she's just so desperate and so sad. I, I want to know more about her relationship with her sister because I find that to be so fascinating that she has this undermining sister. And to me, whatever weird sibling rivalry she has is bubbling over onto this charter or onto this onto this show. And I'm like, I'm actually like totally into it. Like, I want to see these two sisters just undermine each other (laughs) endlessly. I like that it's kind of a big sister relationship with Gabriella too, right? Because Gabriella is always bossing her around and she doesn't like being bossed around. It's like, just because you're older doesn't mean you get to boss me around when mom and dad aren't here. And now Gabriella's going to fuck Gary. I mean, it's just so perfect, you know, the sister dynamic. Also, I can't stand employees who say that they don't want to be bossed around. You know what? Don't apply for a job where you're going to have a supervisor and then say you don't like being bossed around. Okay? Because you're literally setting yourself up for failure. Okay? If you don't want to be bossed around, start up your own shit. I don't know. I know that's it's easier said than done. But just the point is... No one likes I don't being bossed care. around. No one you know likes I mean? it in general. Like, there's not a person who's like, oh, my God. I, well, I guess there probably are. But in general, people don't love to be bossed around. You're not unique. Clean the shower. Thanks. Yeah, I think exactly. It's not a it's not a wholly original thought. It's not an interesting thought or an observation. I mean, there's some people who like to be obedient, and that's that's cool too. But like, if you're applying for a job where there there's a hierarchy in place and there will be a boss, I kind of don't want to hear that you don't want to be bossed around because that's literally what you're signing up for. Yeah, it's like going into McDonald's. Like I hate hamburgers. Well, you know, you're <laughs> the wrong fucking place. Right? <laughs> so So, um let's see so then gabby's like so wait you're gonna get with gary now and she goes everything's a game with this bitch and it's gonna come back to bite her in the ass and uh she just tells her (laughs) i think ashley would like to be bitten in the ass i think it came quicker than we thought because ashley has a big giant bruise on her ass for the rest (laughs) of the episode i mean there really is a lot of poetry in this episode there really is. So then they uh, they all get in the vans to go out to dinner, and Gary is just sitting next to Gabrielle, and he already has his hand like in her thighs, 
and um, they're they're just sort of like everyone's just sort of talking, and Gary's trying to get a kiss from Gabriella. He's like, oh, give us a kiss, give us a kiss, and she's like, no, Gary, no. He goes, oh, come on. And she's like, we're building a friendship. And he goes, oh, just a friendship. Well, no one really knows anyone until they kiss them. I'm like, excuse me sexual harasser <laughs> like in any other job in the world you would be so fired right now yep um but it's blood exhaling they're like we love it give us more gear um and ashley is in the other van going oh my god how did i end up with all the dudes <laughs> <laughs> yeah shocker shocker ashley the yeah you sh- chose <laughs> I know. She's so that person, too. She is so that. She's like, oh, my friends are guys. Of course. Um, I also want to say um, I hate Daisy's dress. I just want to put that out there. I don't know what Daisy is wearing to this little dinner. I love Daisy. This this look was not it for me. I, I can't even describe it. It was like it was some sort of crisscrossy thing on like orange with like a navy bottom part. It was not a triumph. <laughs> So then um, Colin in the other van is like, so you're never going to do that again. Am I right, Tom? Now, I don't mean making out with the chickie because I'd love to see that next time. You know what? Next time, if you would, put your phone on FaceTime. Just tilt it towards the kissy kissy. I'd love something to watch in the old bed. So they get to the restaurant, and then they're all uh, they're all sitting around. They get served tequila that they think is wine. Daisy's like, "It's not wine. It's tequila. Everyone, be careful! It's tequila." And then uh, Gary just starts flirting aggressively with Gabriella, and Ashley's just watching from across the table, so angry and jealous. Yes, and um, so he's rubbing her back. And he's like, your back is sweaty. I'm like, God, this guy and his fucking charm. I mean, just stop <laughs> with the charm. So Gabriella says, no, it's not. You're just looking for an excuse to touch me. And Ashley goes, have you used your vibrator yet? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure what that was. I was like, it felt like it was some, it was, she was trying to undermine in some way because that's just her nature. But I couldn't quite place how or why. And <laughs> she's Gabri- just trying to show how much she doesn't care. You know? Yeah. Yeah, she's trying to be the cool girl now, right? Yeah. Unbothered. So Gabrielle's like, no. And Ashley Ash says that she hasn't um, used her vibrator because she just hasn't been that horny. And Gabriella's like, oh, you get laid when you're not that horny. And I can't get laid when I'm super horny. I just don't know what I'm doing. Thank you, but you can get laid. Look at Gary. He's like, no, she cannot if you're pointing at me. She's my very good friend. And I don't fuck my friends. I make love to him. <laughs> what a show. So then um, Ashley's just saying, like, uh, Marco says, like, oh, they're going to hook up tonight. And Ashley's like, it's not going to bother me. I don't really care. I don't care. I don't care. I really don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to do something crazy, like try to give Gary a massage and then just, like, go down on him okay i just don't care i don't care and she says again i'm gonna get wasted so i don't remember my bad decisions <laughs> and tom's like oh, you do you and i'll do me can we get some more bears yeah we need some more bears <laughs> so then uh now daisy's smoking with gabby this is basically just what daisy does you know this just goes and smokes with people that's how so yes. many relationships are built um <laughs> speaking as an ex-smoker and current vapor 
Um, I know. Remember, yeah. remember last season when they all went, they went out to dinner and then they all went smoking around the corner, leaving. It was just like Danny and like Sydney left at the table, and Danny got so mad at them because they all left to go like in the corner and smoke and, and become friends. And then I got on the podcast and I was very. Very. I, I was gonna say, don't get re-triggered just from the memory. <laughs> oh my God. I had FOMO. I had I had vicarious FOMO for the for, for, for Danny. So then, uh, so yeah, they're smoking, and Daisy's like, "How are you feeling?" And Gabby says, "You know, it's just that I give her direction, and she ignores me and goes straight to you." But like, I guess it's fine. And she's like, "Well, she was upset. She was there, and I've told her that she has to respect your opinion instead of getting upset with each other. Realize it's all about us working on a relationship with each other." <laughs> Sorry, my Daisy is getting. Even worse, if that's possible. Man, <laughs> my Daisy really does not get better with age. It's hard, you know. Well, I think the bottom line is that they don't, they don't like each other. And unfortunately, when you don't like your coworker, there's not a huge amount you can do to move forward. Ah. So then, um, basically, everyone's just getting drunk. Basically, especially Ashley and Tom are just getting wasted. Because Tom is trying to drink his sorrows away. And Ashley is trying to give, give herself a get-out-of-jail free card for when she does some shady shit so uh they all go back to the boat and um gabriella just falls right down the stairs big big season for those stairs everyone's falling down them so she goes down the stairs and then gary's hanging out with marcos and he's like hey you want to see a magic trick now you see it let's see even closer he takes his hand he's like puts it right in marcos's face yeah was that gary i mean the charm just the, the- charm the charm it's time for a commercial it's time for a crappens commercial so then um gabriella comes to the bar and um daisy and what's her buns ashley, ashley. Are standing there and gabriella's like you guys i just fell down the stairs are you okay i mean yeah it was just like hilarious i wish someone was there to see it and no one cares <laughs> it's, it's sad you know? <laughs> that was They're, sad yeah, that's a sad moment like, for gabriella yeah, the falling down the stairs thing, I guess, is over now. Everyone's like, yeah, seen it. All right. <laughs> We're on season 18,000 of this show. All right. I just felt bad that she had to pitch her, her scene to them. Guys, <laughs> I just fell down. It was hilarious. Like, oh, that's nice. That's nice there. She's like, oh, you want me to recreate it? No, you don't need to. Don't need to at all. So Daisy, in the long tradition of excellent management on this show... It's like, come on, girls, we should do this while we're drinking, because that's when fun feelings come out. Let's have a team meeting. <laughs> yes, drinking is when all the fun feelings <laughs> always come out between people who dislike each other. <laughs> so Ashley, like, side hugs Gabriella, and she's like, I mean, you know, I do like you. Who? You. I'm just, like, scared to ask you things because I just don't know if I'm going to get attitude or if I'm going to get nice, Gabrielle. Fuck you. That lady is above you. And at this point, you're getting problematic. Yeah, okay? there's, it's starting this to This is becoming, like, that. straight up problematic white bitch. Okay? Yeah. I agree. I, it's, like, it's definitely veering into that. And so Gabrielle is like, um, if you were to ask me things instead of going to the Chiefs too, I probably would not have the attitude. And Ashley goes, but even at the beach yesterday, it was like, you came in with an attitude. I was like, oh, fuck this bitch. What yeah. the fuck? Like, also, she came in with an attitude because the guests had arrived and you guys hadn't set up 
the, the lunch that you guys were supposed to set up. That's why there's an attitude. She acts like this stuff happens in a vacuum. Uh, with Ashley, nothing fucking vacuums. Okay. That's a problem, <laughs> Ashley. Don't use that word around her. Yeah. Yeah. So Gabriella's like, uh, look, I mean, if I got upset because you're going straight to the chief stew instead of asking me things and I wouldn't be giving you attitude. And she's like, but we were doing everything. And, you know, Gabriella calls it. She's like, this girl has this manipulation victim shit down to a, a science, right? And Gabriella says, look, there's one time, Daisy, that I snapped at her one time and we're still talking about, like, I apologized already. And then she basically just, like, walks away and Daisy's like, Gabriella! So then she's um, like, I'm, I'm going to be sober to have this conversation. I'm not going to like drunkenly fight with you guys. Bye. Yeah. So Ooh, get... so angry. Ooh, the attitude. Ooh, it's like the most mature decision we've seen Seriously. on this show. What a stupid meeting. Very stupid. So Gabriella, uh, she goes and tells Colin that she just doesn't like being the, the bad guy. And when she's honest with people about their work. And now she's telling uh, Gary, now she's going around telling Gary that Gabriella has an attitude and like, she's like, and I don't, this is the shit I don't want to have to fucking deal with. Well, you're the thirds too. So you do have to deal with it. Okay. That's, that's your, and the attitude is because of you, because you're not doing the work that you've been assigned. Okay. You're sitting around the, the crew mess watching while Daisy picks out, you know, streamers for the latest decades party. And Gary, of course, in typical Gary fashion, is like, you want to help me get changed? So he takes <laughs> off know. his clothes. <laughs> so then a, it's I mean, uh, Who says that to someone that you claim you don't want to have sex with? You want to help That's me get Gary. changed? And, you know, having to or watching this right after Summer House, it's like the same Austin shit. It's the same fucking thing. A desperate aging guy who's afraid that he's not as hot as he once was needs to flirt with everybody so he just feels like somebody likes him. It's so it's so sad, dude. Like but it, get yeah. some self-confidence. At least Does that Gary thing even has... work. I want to even know if the penis works at this point because he's <laughs> he's trying too hard, you know? Like literally. Like at trying. least Gary has personality and a skill set, you know? At least there's that. That's true. Yes, that's true. <laughs> like, I don't trust general... Austin on a sinking boat, okay? If a boat is sinking, Austin's like, this is insane right now. This, yeah. is, this is ridiculous. It would feel like I'm goddamn Celine Dion singing the song of Titanic right now. Austin definitely has a cracked keel. I'll tell you that right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm just talking the general fuckboyness of it all. Yeah. he's Yeah. I mean, he's definitely an anchor in that he weighs lots of people down. And so, drags. uh, <laughs> and drags. And if you get too close to him, you get sucked down into that hole. <laughs> Some poor fish that's down there that got squashed by him. So, um, so now they're just like drinking on the deck, being crazy. They're doing body shots. Ash is doing a body shot off of Gary. There's just like all the, all the pandemonium. And, and so while Ash is doing the shot off of Gary, Tom, of course, goes moping over to Colin and goes, Look how the girl that's supposed to care about me. Look how she, how much she cares. She doesn't fucking care enough. She doesn't care. I'm like, bro, there's, she's under no obligation to care for you, to be honest. (laughs) This is in Ash's defense. She's under no obligation. You guys slept together and she was, she was kind enough to console you when you were feeling down about your, your friend's dad, but she's under, you're not in a relationship. 
Yeah, I mean, I can get why he would be pissed off, but at the same time, you hooked up with Ashley, okay? Like, what did you think? She was trying to hook up with Gary the entire night before she finally hooked up with you. And he actually says, he goes, you know, I just feel embarrassed now because Ashley wanted Gary from the get-go and she just turned to me because she wasn't getting it. Yeah, no shit. And you took it. Like, you knew that that was happening. It's not like this is some revelation. You you saw an hors d'oeuvre tray being passed, and you took from it, okay? You knew what was on the tray. Don't pretend like you don't know what tuna tartare is, even though you probably don't. Don't be shocked when that tray goes back to the kitchen, okay? So, uh, so now he's all really moping, and uh, Gary's trying to cheer him. He cheer him up, I guess because Tom's going to go back to sleep or whatever. He's like, oh, Tom, you'll be lame. Go on, Tom. Blah, blah, blah. And then Ash is like, Gary, I want to give you a massage. Ha 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 Like, just throwing herself at him. Yeah, so he goes to his room and Ashley giggles and follows him down. And um, he's like, oh, you want to give me a sauce, but what? You have a boyfriend. And she's like, ah, I fucked up and I'm going to admit that I fucked up, okay? And Tom is listening to all of this, right? She's yeah. calling him a fuck up. <laughs> and so he's pissed, like rightly so. I mean, Ashley sucks. She's an asshole. But he's also disgusting and you don't fucking own her because you got laid one time. Okay. Yeah, so, you don't own her. Yeah. And like there is suck. a part of me that says that she's entitled to go if she's horny, she is entitled for her to go after what she wants the same way Gary goes after what he wants, you know? So like there's that too. But I think there's there's sort of like a desperation that's coming from her that like that it just makes it all the sadder, you know? And Tom is just getting himself he's getting himself into a snit. This is I mean there's been a lot of discussion about toxic masculinity over the past few days. I feel like this here is the toxic masculinity that that is really rearing its head in a in a very bad way is Tom's behavior. Yeah, this is when it turns real bad. Okay, so he's getting pissed and he's listening to them muttering like it's so embarrassing. And Ashley is on top of like she Gary lays down on his stomach on the top bunk and she gets on top of him and starts massaging him. And she goes, Gary and I are gonna be besties, just like he's besties with Gabriella. Oh my god, with your fucking sister issues. <laughs> I know. Like it's just so sad. I mean, you're on top of a man who's struggling to prove that he can still be attractive to people. He's like using you for that you're using him to get back at his sister tom probably just angry at a sheep somewhere i mean it's just all a mess so tom goes into the room and he goes can i just say i find it fucking embarrassing you're a fucking joke which so it's like okay tom like you're being ridiculous right now i mean yes she is fucking embarrassing but like in the context that you're throwing it like you gotta just move on sir okay this is like this is obnoxious what you're doing right now and she goes and i actually like the way that she just responded she goes you know what that's fine tom i really don't give a shit i kind of wanted to be like actually yes ashley thank you for just being like whatever get out of here i don't give a shit and he's like clearly you don't she goes okay great he's like yeah you clearly don't have that much of a heart you're an embarrassing joke piece of shit and so she carries like all right get off me then so she gets off and Gary's like, Tom, I was just trying to enjoy a massage. Yeah. But also, Tom, who the fuck do you think you are that you can just like talk down to this person? Like you, you do not own her. 
And, and it's just, it's so obnoxious. She's allowed to do whatever she wants. And, you know, even if we think that, like, it's stemming from a weird place with sister issues, that's going to be her prerogative. And you don't, like, just because you guys had sex does not mean you get to own her and you don't get to talk down to her and you don't get to shame her, okay? <laughs> Only people who get to shame are podcasters, okay? Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I just say the next day, you know, you get up and you're like, that was so fucking rude. Like, that hurt my feelings. You suck. Bye. And that's yeah. the end, you know, but being like, you embarrassing joke piece of shit. Like you didn't know, you didn't know that this was going on the whole time. She's wanted to have sex with them the whole time, you dope. So then um, she, let's see. So he's yelling and screaming now. And he's like, you're embarrassing. Nah, nah, nah. And he's like, is this the biggest fuck you to my shitty day that you started by yeah. almost killing everybody, sir. And he's like, it's not me you're embarrassing. It's yourself. And she goes, okay, good. Stop now. And I don't know if the captain can hear them or what, but he's looking at his watch like... Hmm, yeah, they make they definitely cut they? in footage of him, like, awake. That's sort of implying that, like, oh, God, guys. So then Tom goes, I feel like I was chucked in front of my face. Well, actually, Tom, you went into the room. You chucked it in front of your own face. And... And then I Gar- know she was. They were chucking it in his face too. I mean, I mean she like, was because she was being. I mean, she was definitely trying to be like, "I'm not into, into you anymore. You almost crashed the boat, and you're not cool, so I don't want to be associated with you anymore." But he also went and sought it out too. Like he just sort of re- he removes himself from being a party and like having being a responsible party in any of this mess. Yes, uh, and so does she. Which is interesting. Yeah, His is worse, sure. though. And also, just, yeah, well, we, we're going to say it a hundred times through this episode, so I'll just skip the, you don't get to talk like that. So anyway, this is still going on. He's basically following her around. She's, because she goes to Gary, right? And she's like, oh, my God. And he's like, you made your bed, honey. I was just looking for a massage. So that's what you're <laughs> going to get from Gary. That's real fucking helpful. Yeah. So Tom's pissed and he goes to the fridge and he's like, I don't need a chief mate like that. And I don't need a girl like that either. And then Ashley goes, I didn't do anything wrong. He goes, are you, are you fucking real, you scat? So I don't know. What, I have not looked up what sket means, means in slut. British language. But, it means but I'm like assuming it means dirty, slut. dirty, manipulative slut. Yeah, I looked it up. It's uh, So he's basically running around screaming that she's a slut. I mean, this guy's disgusting. And if the captain was awake, the guy's already crashed your boat. You've done nothing about it. Now the guy's treating an employee, a female employee like this on your boat after one of your other employees... <laughs> was drunk in bed with like what is wrong with do something do yeah. something you are the boss and then ashley says you're such a twat which was deserving that he she should have said that and he goes are you fucking joking say what you just said say what you just said you're a fucking skit so wait you're allowed to say that she's a slut and when she replies and says you're a twat all of a sudden that's actually more offensive suddenly so he goes and, he, and and he's like calling her a skit and he starts saying if you had any loyalty about you but no you haven't you haven't because she doesn't owe him any loyalty and at this point she's now gone back in the jacuzzi and he takes a bottle of i think tequila maybe and he pours it over her head it was so like it was so obnoxious like obviously it wasn't didn't hurt or anything but and she was already wet but it was just it was the act of doing that was so disrespectful it was like a i'm calling you a slow because you, you because you care to you know like move on from me and like try to get some action with someone else i'm going to shame you publicly in front of everyone even if it was private it would have been bad and then pour this shit on top of you 
it was so like disgusting. I was like, not only fire this guy, throw him overboard. Well, I mean, we watched Bravo. This could have led to a marriage. Okay? <laughs> Very happy marriage, like on Vanderpump Rules with Katie and Tom. That's true, too. So um, he just keeps screaming, you know what? You're a full of shit. And I just thought it was so funny that they cut to commercial on the last commercial. You know, I was fast forwarding and the last commercial before they came back was for flea medication. Yeah, that's it was very fitting. Um, so he's still screaming, you don't deserve anything good on yourself. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I have never had a drink poured on me, let alone a whole bottle of tequila, which leads me to the question. How is that possible? <laughs> yeah, it is surprising that she hasn't, like, I'm sure her sister's probably thrown a few drinks at her, but, you know. <laughs> How has Ashley made it through life without someone pouring a drink on her head? That's my question. Yeah, so but, yeah, still, that's gross, but, you know. But then also, I'm just kidding, dis- but it is. Yeah, but then also, oh, what's kind of disturbing God. is that she tries to get away from him, and she, and he starts, like, kind of stomping after her across the boat, which also felt. Uh, icky. It felt uh, like I don't think it's a good look to be a raging man sort of chasing of after this, a woman on a boat. None of this is a good look. Yeah, he's like chasing her and she's trying to get away and he's screaming, you're a mess and it's not my fault. You can't keep it in your pants. And then he tries to follow her into her cabin and Daisy blocks him and she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Get to the mess right now. And he's like, no. She goes, you're squaring off with me. Get to the mess. Back up. You better back up, Harry Potter. <laughs> and then he goes, what did I do? Oh, my God, this guy. And thankfully, Gary at this point grabs him and pulls him away. And then, uh, you know, da- then Daisy says, well, I actually feel very sorry for Tom because because of what Ashley is doing is not very nice. Um, you don't fuck someone and then two days later be all over somebody else. So it isn't very nice, but that's, that's Tom. This isn't, you don't then go shame her publicly and, and chase her around. Pour booze on her head. Like that's, that's You're not right. how we treat our women. Okay. Well, I know. That's not what how we she's treat saying. Our humans. She's like, you know, obviously he's wrong, but like, actually still an asshole. You know, yeah, which I agree with. So Gary and Tom are talking because Gary pulls them, like you said, and Gary's like, I don't give a fuck if you're a tough guy. You treat women with respect. And Tom's like, not her. God, fuck this guy. So then he like, then he crawls into his bed, which means he has to step on Captain Glenn's bed. He like bounces himself up in his bed and he's muttering. Like, fucking worst experience in my fucking life. I'm like, the captain is, like, right there, sir, trying to sleep. I mean, what is wrong with this guy? I mean, just, you know, like, I feel like we gave him a benefit of the doubt after, like, the first episode where he was a disaster. But then he, like, cleaned up his, he barfed everywhere. He cleaned up his stuff. And we thought, oh, actually, he's a nice guy. No, I take it all back. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. So then Gabby goes into Gary's room. So Gary's like, come on, everybody, go to bed. You can say Gabriella. And Ashley's like, um, Gabriella, are you coming to bed or are you gonna be staying in another room? And she gets in bed with Gary. And Ashley's <laughs> like, I knew that was gonna happen. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. And then um and by the way, her act of doing that was sort of her trying to cock block. Like it was like a it was like a subtle cock block. And then um, Gabriella just gets in bed with Gary. I was like, um, are we going to make out or not? <laughs> so they make out. Ugh. So then the next day, of course, the boat's a mess. 
And um, Daisy wakes up and she's like, is the boat swinging or is it just me? Mm-hmm. And Ashley and Gabby, uh, Gabriella get to work and Ashley's like, um, did you sleep last night or did you? <laughs> Gabriella says, no, we didn't knock boots or anything. She goes, you didn't knock what? Just fuck him. Like, just fuck him. Get it <laughs> yeah, over just- with. This was, I was so suspicious of this scene. When Ashley being really nice and trying to get the deets, I was like, oh, she is trying to get some information to use against you. She's going to try to do, like, fake allyship right now, and then she is going to then, like, go do everything behind your back. Like, I, I did not trust this scene. I was like, ooh, keep an eye on this one. Keep an eye on this, Ashley. She's like, like I'm see- a cool girl. I don't care if you want to have sex with him. I'm a cool girl. ha, ha, ha. And yeah. Gabriella also is just losing points for me with it. Like, why? Why? Oh my god, why? Yeah, I, I am I, I I'm disappointed. So, um, but she's like, whatever, like she's like, I'm not gonna fuck him. You can you can fuck him. I'm not, you know. <laughs> so then um now Tom's on the phone with his mom, Carol, and he's like, I just got so humiliated last night. I I got drunk and I felt terrible and I feel like something's going on when becoming this monster and not being myself. I'm like, you are being yourself and you are a monster. Okay. That's what it is. What's happening is that you are letting yourself out of its shell. And the mom's like, well, that's all the alcohol on it. And he's like, it's fucking embarrassing. I mean, and the whole thing with my friend. I'm like, okay, no, 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 no. You don't get to do that now. You don't get to pull the, I'm sad because of my friend's dad thing right now, sir. Okay. You don't get to pull that. And um, he's telling us he's hit his wall. And, um, then Gabby goes to Gary's cabin and she's like, Hey, daddy, lost my bathing suit. And he's like, Oh, yeah, because you left it in here. <laughs> and she goes, I know. I realized that when I did my walk of shame. And he goes, I'd call it the strut of pride. <laughs> no, walk of shame. Walk of shame. We'll stay with that. You see, that's why Gary gets people. He just, he really, like, I joke about, like, the gross Gary charm, but. You know, he does. He, he does, does a good rhyme. Have it. He has a good rhyme. <laughs> so then, by the way, there's construction. I love a, I love a strut of pride. I think that's funny. <laughs> by the way, I just want to say that the construction has started up again uh, recently. So if you hear drills and banging, I apologize to everyone. So, um, uh, so Gab, so then Gabriella goes and tells Daisy. Um, she goes, "Oh, so I touched Gary's weenie, and I said, mm, that's over.'" <laughs> she's like no more and he's like I don't need to know I don't know the least amount that I know the better don't need to know don't tell Daisy oh oh, I thought she was because Daisy was saying well they're both wrong and sleeping with him and then rubbing it in his face and being all over Gary like I thought I think that Tom was just embarrassed to admit he was jealous and then Gabriella said I touched Gary's wee wee last night so that's over meaning that's it's what- over with Ashley that's what I thought she meant but oh i thought she meant like i touched i I wasn't impressed and i've decided i'm not going back to that oh that's funny so daisy's (laughs) like i don't want to know the least i know the (laughs) beta so then um you know tom's now tom's talking to kelsey because kelsey is on this show theoretically and um he's telling her that like he was arguing with ashley because you know she was just like dry humping everything that moved and he hasn't talked to ashley today and then ashley's talking to marcos and she's like "Uh, i feel like i'm in the center of the drama i'm like girl (sighs) you are (laughs) you're purposely in the center of the drama and it's lame okay 
And uh, I just want to also point out that Tom does wake up like a good, regretful person, at least, you know, which is how he tricked us last time. But when he's telling uh, Kelsey about how Ashley was dry humping Gary and it pissed him off, he goes, I mean, you don't have to do that in my face, but you know, but like we are all single and she can do what she wants. I just got drunk. I was an asshole or whatever. So then Glenn and Gary are talking. It's so funny how so many of these names are just a little close to good things like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. I know. I'm and what's mad. the other one? I'm just, I'm still mad that they have not brought Ross from Blow Deck onto the show because we're yes. so close to Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. You've it's got Tom so Collins. Yeah. Um, uh huh. Ashley, if there was someone named Furniture, that would have been really good. Oh my God. Yeah. So <laughs> Glenn and it's the poor stained couch. Ashley Furniture. <laughs> so Glenn, Gary, Glenn Ross. So Glenn is talking to... Glenn's like, did you talk to Tom yet? Because they're still like, should we fire Tom? Gee, guys, I don't know. He almost crashed your boat and then last night chased a woman all over the boat calling her a slut at the top of his lungs. I don't know. Should yeah. you? What should we do? So then um, uh, Ashley finds Tom and goes, we need to talk. So they go to have a talk and she's like, this is going to be quick and I'm going to talk and you're going to listen. I don't know what was going through your mind, but I have never in my life been disrespected like that before. Whether you agree with me or not, I did absolutely nothing to deserve it. And he's like, oh, I didn't mean any of that. She goes, bullshit. He goes, well, I apologize. I'm absolutely mortified. And that's not me. I'm not going to blame it on the booze. I just, just a drunk, jealous loser. I'm like, you just blames it on the booze. When you say I'm a, I was a drunk, jealous loser. You blamed it on the booze. Yeah, but at least he admitted like he's jealous and he's a loser. And yeah. he's like, I'm just very sorry. You know, like he he does an apology well, I think. I give him credit for I think he's a piece of shit and he should have been fired two days ago. But I give him credit for at least apologizing. It's kind of rare yeah. in life and on these shows. Yeah. I mean, I'm always a sucker for an apology. You know me. I always fall for them on, on, this, on these shows. But. So he's like, you know, but then he ruins it because he goes, I'm not proud of myself, but I also, you know, it also took something to pull the trigger. <laughs> oh, OK. But mm -hmm. you see in that situation, you're a gun. And so that's not good. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, it's also like he basically walks back the responsibility part there. So. Right. And Ashley's like, well, I'm not going to give you a hug because I'm just no, I'm not going to do that. So she walks yeah. off all pissed. And this is kind of an Ashley thing, too, where she pushes, first of all, never going to say anybody deserves. She did not deserve what he did. But it's like the thing with Gabriella. She pushes and makes these little comments. And then Gabriella finally says something in front of everybody like, oh, really? So were you just not going to do the list or whatever she said? And now she's like, remember that time Gabriella gave me attitude? It's like she, she pushes until like she's the victim. Now yeah. the situation, he went too far and she literally was the victim. But if none yeah. of that had happened, he would have had the um, right, right, to wake up and be like, that sucks. You really hurt my feelings. But now he's lost that right because he fucking went off like yeah. that. He, um... He needs to learn about the power of passive aggression, you know? Thank well, you. <laughs> you stop speaking to the person. <laughs> you, do, you know think what I that's mean? Right. He has to ice her out and then be real, get real in with everyone else and charm everyone else. And then she, she is going to be like, I just feel like I'm left out. And that's like, yes. your job is done, sir. Like, that's duh. all he needed to do. You didn't have to chase around and say, you're a slut. That's just so... It's so on the nose. 
it's problematic, it's mean. No, passive aggression. Passive aggression. And I feel like Carol, his mother, needs to be taught this. Like, Carol, what the fuck are you doing over there? Okay, I know you live in a small town, but all men should be raised on housewives. (laughs) (laughs) Do better, Carol. So now it's time for the preference sheet meeting, and we uh, there's a guy from Boulder, Colorado. Hey, we're going to be in that neighborhood soon. Um, Jim Blumenthal, and they want to have a Spain, like a, 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 a dinner party with Spanish traditional local dishes from Menorca and seafood, a seafood palooza. Now, I, I remember the last time there was a seafood palooza on Below Deck. It didn't go so well. Not calling out any names, but Kiko, I hope you're doing well. And then, um, oh, Kiko. Kiko. also, just seafood palooza doesn't lend itself to a good dinner. It's just a stupid, like, basic thing anyway. Palooza, seafood <laughs> palooza. I would, I would say seafood banquet maybe, or seafood explosion, or no, we don't. I don't think we want to say explosion. Seafood might. How about seafood might? Seafood? No, okay. no. Extravaganza. Don't don't remember Courtney from Below Deck. Who is very like seafood towers? She was like seafood towers everywhere. That is a seafood yeah. extravaganza. Uh, yeah, extravaganza is better, but seafood palooza, I can't. Seafood palooza is lame. Yeah. So then um, they want a talent show put on by the yacht crew, and this is where below deck really needs to just go back to the drawing boards. Yeah. We don't need these same things every time. Okay? By the way, we don't need them. Honestly, if I ever decide to scrounge up enough money to go on a yacht, kill me if I decide. That one of the things I want to happen is for the yachties to put on a talent show for me. Yeah, it's called, literally like, <laughs> nobody wants that. <laughs> it's called YouTube, okay? Like, find me Wi-Fi and I'll watch YouTube for 30 minutes. <laughs> crying out loud. And Gary's like, but I don't have a talent. Oh, shut up. I've seen puppetry of the penis. I'm sure you've got plenty. Turn it into a dragon, Gary. You know you've done it. Oh, man. So then, meanwhile, that was quite a show. By the way, that's a real show. It's a real I think show. It's also, I, I think it's an Australian show. Yeah, I uh, I never saw it, but I've seen Stomp, and I'm, I've I've just seen Stomp. So that's what I wanted to do after that show. The Stomp, like just, yes. I was like, really? I just. <laughs> I mean, granted, I got the tickets through TKTS, so they were like ten dollars or something. But I was still like, why would I do that to myself? Like, it literally was two guys standing on stage naked, turning their dicks into different shapes for but literally like a an thing. hour and a half. It was like a thing for when it was happening, right? <laughs> I've also never seen Blue Man Group. So oh, I haven't seen that either. Well, we can maybe we'll go see Blue Man Group. At no, some point. we will not. I will not do that. No. So Daisy's like. Um, so anyway, that's the <laughs> meeting. I need, okay. I need so, to. Know. We don't have to discuss it now, but I really, at some point, would like to know why that was such an authoritative no to Blue Man Group. <laughs> it's just I don't know. It's one of those things that's like it's art. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's like. <laughs> It's that type of thing to get tourists to feel like they're artistic because they went to see people that were painted blue. <laughs> they like, wow, we love culture. Yeah. We saw this thing in Vegas where the guys were blue and they didn't speak. It was crazy. <laughs> One of them played a string. I mean, that was his instrument. So... <laughs> anyway, so, um, uh, so then fucking Tom... So now Tom is cleaning and he like opens up uh, Glenn's uh, instrument panel for like driving the boat, steering the boat, sailing the boat. 
And he starts spraying it. And Glenn's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And apparently, like, this is all, it's like computers. And so it can't be just sprayed. (laughs) I mean, Tom's just, like, sloshing water on it, essentially. Tom's just that guy at the the geek squad. Like, I don't know what happened to this. Like, "Uh, sir, your MacBook Air has water in it. How else are you supposed to clean it? (laughs) Stupid Tom. Get rid of him. How many signs do you need? Yeah, for crying out loud. So then, and then Glenn's like, you know, he's get he's like taking deep breaths in his interview. And then he tells, you know, Tom, don't do that. And then he walks away and then Tom starts muttering, why well, is everyone telling me this stuff after it's done? I'm like, I feel like there's probably a 99% chance this stuff was told to you before it was done and you just didn't listen. You should know not to hose down computers. <laughs> it's like a basic. It's Water a and electricity. Just yeah. going to put it out there. Just basic <laughs> concepts. So Daisy uh, and Colin, she's like, da- Colin was wasted, so he doesn't remember anything. So Daisy's catching him up on what happened. And she's like, well, people had fun last night. They're not me, not really. I mean, Ashley was all over Geary. Then Geary was all over Gabriella. So then the two of them are basically fighting over who's getting into Geary's bed. He's like, oh, my God, did you get pickies? <laughs> Any chance of that? Tell me more. Describe it. Colin is so excited that someone actually came through his random engineering cubbyhole that we never get to see. But that, like the date, like the the gossip was so good that someone actually went out of their way to tell Colin this. He's like, "Wow, I can't <laughs> believe someone came to the cubbyhole. No one comes into this strange industrial corner of the boat ever." <laughs> and Daisy's like, "I had to say this to someone. There's so, there's no one left to gossip to. So the only person who really wants to fuck him, fuck Gary, is me. Apparently, we all know that. Harder, 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 harder." <laughs> Yeah, she's saying get, she, the yeah, the only person Gary wants to fuck is her. Is that what you said? Oh, yeah. And um, like Colin's like, we'll give him what he wants already, girl. And use the FaceTime while you do it. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Give me all the details. He goes, I reckon he would fuck me if I wanted it. <laughs> you know, I'm sure if I just went. It reminds me of a time, the first time I was courting my girlfriend, I said. Well, he definitely would fuck you, probably. <laughs> Wow, Daisy was here one second ago, and now she just completely disappeared as soon as I started talking about myself. Strange. Oh, wait, I can talk to you about this anyway, can't I? Little Keebler elf runs out of the little cubby hole and hands Daisy a cookie. <laughs> so oh, now not ca- even you. <laughs> <laughs> so now Carol calls up Tom, and Tom's like, Oh, Mom, I've been fucking up. Glenn's not woman to me anymore, and I don't know why, because I'm trying, I'm trying everything. And she's like... All right, well, it's like, it's like when I tell the sheep when they're coming in for shearing. Tiny steps, tiny, tiny <laughs> steps. Rome wasn't built in a day, you might say. But it was burnt down in three. <laughs> I think that that's something that people leave out. Okay. Uh, so Tom's like, well, you know, beating myself up. It's a massive mistake. You know, now I'm overthinking everything. <laughs> and everything's crashing down on him. I was like, please don't use that terminology when you literally just crashed the boat. And then Carol, I just love Carol at one point just gets annoyed, gets annoyed and goes, can you stop? <laughs> can you just stop? Because he's just the like, sheep. he calls her every day just whining and whining and whining for Christ's sake. No wonder Carol was like, go out in the fields. Okay, talk I to know. the animals. I'm fucking over it. She probably didn't even have sheep until she had this kid. It was like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they got sheep just to distract him. <laughs> just so to make like, someone's whining louder than her own son's. 
<laughs> it's the lack of silence of the lambs. So, um, <laughs> so, so then Glenn is, uh, it's provisions, provisions. So Glenn calls Colin and Gary while the provisions are happening. He calls Colin and Gary in for a secret meeting in one of the guest suites. He closes the door and he's like, you know, I'm scrambling to find a solution for the Tom problem. Fire him. <laughs> but you know, I feel like Tom, you know, like he, he, he li- I like him, but he fucked up big time. And I don't think it sunk in with him how serious it was i was like well maybe don't say sunk not a word by the way why does this room smell like latex and car freshener because everybody fucks in there what do you think it is (laughs) it probably smells like a porn shop in there so they're still so confused about what to do about tom and meanwhile kelsey is telling tom on deck she's like you know tom i really think you need to get your emotions under control you've been really fluky lately and he's like (laughs) Well, I was having the best time of my life, and I need to get that back. <laughs> so then, back in the in the room, Glenn is like, "Listen, I'm happy. I'm happy to have Tom here shammying, but uh, I don't want to give him any kind of responsibility." And Colin says, "Well, if you don't feel safe with Tom on the boat, you've made the decision to sack Tom." And end of episode. No, 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 no. We're not going to give you the uh, end of the episode. We're just going to. I've decided I'm just going to think about it a little bit more. And end of episode. No? No? We're going to keep going? Okay, that's fine. No, Gabriella and Ashley need to talk again. So Gabriella is going to try this again, right? God bless her for trying. Because I would just be like, fuck this girl. She won't do what I say. Get rid of her. I'm not working with this girl. Yeah. But instead, Gabriella tries again. So she goes to Ashley and she's like, hey, Ashley. Look, I just really want to know what we can do so this isn't weird between us. Because I just, I don't like it being weird, you know? And I really do like you, Ashley. And she's like, um, yeah, I know. But, like, sometimes I'm just a little scared to talk to you. Because, like, I just don't know what I'm going to get back. She has done nothing but ask you to do your fucking job. And turning yeah. around, turning it around to being that she's quote unquote scary is problematic as fuck. You are an idiot. Someone yeah. shut her down. It's called, like, she literally gives you a list. Just go through the list, and then you'll be fine. So then Gabriella is like, well, I can understand if you get thrown off by my moods. And if I have them, it's because if I ask you to do something, you don't do it. And then you ask Daisy questions, and it makes me feel like you don't respect me. And now she goes, you know, well, I just, I, you know, I just, I don't have many girlfriends. I have only one or two. It's hard for me. It's hard for me. I mean, no, I'm not... We're not throwing that in here. I don't care if you only have a few girlfriends or whatever. Like, do your job. Because that implies when people, girls who say this, like, girls don't like me. You're implying that everybody's just so jealous of you. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, girls can't take it because you're just so fucking gorgeous and amazing. So, like, I just can't be around girls because they naturally don't like. She's not asking to be your fucking girlfriend. She's above you in rank. Okay, so the fact that she even turns it to that and makes it like you're just jealous of me. Oh, my God. So, Gabriella, there's also, by the way, a really like the Venn diagram of people who say all my friends are guys. I just don't have a lot of girlfriends and people who say I hate drama so much. The Venn diagram of those people is always the the overlap (laughs) is pretty strong. And Ashley sits right there in the middle. 
Yeah. So um, Gabriella, bless her, stays calm. And she's like, well, I want to be on that list of girlfriends, Ashley. And she, Ashley tells us, well, it's fine for me to pretend everything's fine, but I don't trust Gabriella. Based off of literally nothing. Like the only one who's been actually deceitful and duplicitous has been Ashley, not Gabriella. Yeah. So, um, so now the guests are coming. The guests are on their way. So everyone's changing. And while Tom and Glenn are changing in their room, Tom decides this is the moment to try to like have a talk. And he's like, I just want to prove to you on this charter that I should stay. And Glenn's like, uh, well, you know, we'll talk about that more, but there's other stuff going on, like guests arriving in five seconds. So we'll have to talk about it a little bit more. Like Glenn is in no mood. He's already really pissed. He's pissed that Tom still has not taken responsibilities for his errors. And now he totally sees what Tom is trying to do. And you can see Glenn is annoyed. I really enjoy seeing Glenn's visual, like visible frustration on his face. Like I, I want him to fire Tom. He's not there yet. I don't know why he's not there yet. I but think in the meantime, I, I like think the that they can't. I think they can't recast him yet. I think they're probably like, this is COVID. You can't just. Yeah. We can't fly someone in as quick as you need, or we have to get. I think it's. It must be that because none of this makes any sense. Because Glenn looks at this point just kind of like a terrible leader. It's, you know? it's, like he's coming off. He's not coming off as the greatest leader at this point. So it's got to be COVID because I think the, Glenn's great. You know. Yeah. But the vibe right now is very much. This is like uh, a dating vibe when um you you've gone you've gone on like a date a few dates with someone and you're still into that person but you're starting to suspect that they may not be into you so you're sort of like maybe throwing some stuff like some text like hey how was your date today and then their responses are like one or two words and you're like oh god they they're they're they're, like they're petering out <laughs> like what k Okay, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Like, that's not even a proper response to what I said. Yeah. It's like a thumbs up emoji, which we learned on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. is a fuck you. It means fuck you. I will <laughs> exactly. never forget that. So Tom so is Tom, definitely yeah. sensing. Tom is getting late and short responses over text from Glenn, essentially, right now. Yeah. And he's like, I picked myself up and was ready to smash it. And then you tell your boss what you think he wants to hear. And you see that look in his eyes. I don't need him to talk to me later. I know exactly what he's thinking. I'm getting fucking sacked. Yeah, you fucking are. I'm surprised that this didn't end with Tom being like, I have to go. I'm too sad about my friend and leaving like that. That's what I thought was going to happen. I really thought it was going to happen, too. I thought he was going to quit, like, through most of the episode. But, um... He didn't. So I guess we'll have to wait till next week to find out what really happens. But um, good episode. Lots of anger. Lots of anger induced by us for so many different reasons. It was great. Yeah. Thanks so much for being here, everybody. The next shows we put out will be live shows this weekend in Denver and San Francisco for uh, Jersey and Orange County. Everybody, try and join us in Denver. It's going to be a super fun show. It's going to be an insane episode of Jersey and OC this week. So we're psyched to be with you. Go get your ticket links at watchwhatcrappens.com. Tour merch is uh, at crappensmerch.com. You can also find links at our site. And our Patreon videos and bonus episodes. Go check those out. We love you guys. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.
Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Courtney Shamazing Shaudel. Dana C. Dana Do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She leaves us in stitches, it's Katherine Taylor. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel, it's Megan Ragel. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.